Hello from Dubai and welcome to Season 2 of Not Just Making the Tea. I'm your host, Rachel. This is the show that talks about the realities of our career and life choices, what life skills there are to be learned and how they can influence and help us to succeed. It's all about celebrating the parts that don't go to plan as much as those which do. I hope that you enjoy listening, find the topics thought-provoking, entertaining and that they add some positive moments to your day. So on that note, let's get started with today's topic. easy habits that will change your life. Who doesn't love a good makeover movie? Princess Diaries, Roy the Ironic. She's All That, Freddie Prince Jr. was my generation's first love. Clueless, Brittany Murphy just looked great. But life isn't a late 19s rom-com, and it takes more than a pair of contacts and hair straightener to transform your life. Luckily, we're now out of high school and we've got bigger issues than getting the captain of the football team to ask us to prom. He always turned out to be a douchebag anyway. Instead, we're focused on how to be our best selves and be happier. That means getting healthier, being kinder to ourselves, and getting stuff done, because we deserve to have it all. No, a new wardrobe and a popular BFF won't change your life, but these 17 insanely easy good habits just might. Number one, make your bed. At the risk of sounding like your mum, please just make your bed. Not only will it feel good to get into a made bed at night, but it's important for the success of your day. Making your bed first thing every morning means one small win before breakfast, which subconsciously will motivate you to achieve thousands of small wins throughout the day. And you know what they say about small wins? They lead up to one really big one. Plus, Gretchen Rubin found in her research that it's the easiest and most common daily habit you can do to boost your happiness. Number two, organise to-do lists based on life goals. Making a to-do list is no revolutionary hack. But how are you at setting priorities when you review what has to be done every day? Before making your next to-do list, ask yourself where you want to be in 5-10 to years. Everything on your to-do list should be taking a step towards achieving these goals. For example, strategizing business growth, spending 30 minutes taking an online class, or workout if your goal is to be more active. In other words, to-do lists, or even of the simplest tasks, could have a long-term perspective. Making your to-do list with goals in mind will show you where you should be spending more time and where you can be spending less time. Of course, you'll always have to do the mundane house chores or the tedious tasks, but figure out where you can outsource these items. Remember to prioritise what will get you closer to your goals first, so that you can make sure to get them done. And yes, that does include that workout or the brainstorming meeting you've been putting off. Number three, eat more leafy greens. Getting healthier isn't always about a dramatic transformation. In fact, it's typically a series of small habits and minor additions to your diet that snowball into a healthier lifestyle that's just all round better for you. Don't focus on cutting out food groups or limiting what you can or cannot eat, because this can generally lead to binging or developing an unhealthy relationship with food. Instead, focus on adding leafy greens to at least two meals a day. So maybe add spinach to an omelette, throw kale into a pasta sauce, and order the side salad when you're eating out. Number four, set yourself deadlines. You know from experience of assignment all-nighters and projects at work that if there's a deadline that you have to meet, you'll always find a way to get it done. So what makes an assignment our boss gives us, or the paper Shakespeare 101, different from any personal goal? 
Well, the answer is that we don't usually have a deadline to motivate us to accomplish it within a certain time frame. No matter how small or specific, like replacing the couch, making friends with a co-worker, establishing that emergency fund, or even running those three miles, give yourself a specific and realistic deadline. And if you're still having trouble sticking to goals because you know that your deadlines are flexible, when you are the one setting them, let a friend or family member know your deadline so that they can hold you accountable. Number five, instead of taking a social media break, get up and move. You know it, you love it, you depend on it. The momentary pause from uninterrupted work to take a quick scroll through your social media. At this point, opening Instagram might feel like second nature when you've just finished one task and need to refresh before moving on to the next. But instead of scrolling through Instagram, chatting Snapchat or refreshing TikTok, get up and move your body to refresh yourself in between work tasks. A few jumping jacks, a mini dance party, a yoga flow or just some stretches are enough to energise your body, reset your mind and will help you focus better for the rest of the day. Number six, read more. I'm the queen of excuses when it comes to reading more often. I love it and often use it as an excuse not to get work done. But reading is not only enjoyable, it's actually good for you. Whether it's winding down before bed, taking a break in the afternoon or as a ritual that you look forward to when you're starting your day. Fit in some more time to read. As for what to read, well, I've added some lists to the podcast information. So maybe start with inspiring books, books to educate yourself, or enjoyable books that should be on your summer reading list. Enjoy. Number seven, say thank you instead of I'm sorry. I have a terrible habit of saying sorry all the time. I say sorry when I need someone to repeat what they've just said, or that I bump into a stranger, and I apologise profusely for being late or making a mistake. Whilst sorry is just a word, language can affect the way that we think and feel about ourselves. And as women in particular, we are taught to be polite by putting ourselves down. Instead of saying sorry, make a conscious effort to say thank you instead. Thank you for being patient instead of sorry for being late is another way to practice gratitude. But it's also a consistent way to be kinder to yourself. But by the way, saying sorry in a relationship is crucial when you've made a mistake or hurt the other person's feelings but showing gratitude can be even more important. Number eight, tidy up your space before bed. I know, I know, the last thing you want to do at the end of a long day is to clean. Oh, the horror. But dishes in the sink or laundry piled up on the chair, we all have that one chair, can prevent us from feeling fully relaxed whilst going to bed at night and might make us more stressed starting the next day. Clutter in your space can translate into clutter in your mind. So dedicate five extra minutes before bedtime to run the dishwasher, wipe off the kitchen counters, declutter any papers or laundry that's piled up in one of the bedrooms. A less cluttered bedroom can help you sleep better at night, while a clean kitchen can make you happier the next morning. Number nine, sit up straight. Bad news for all those other slouchers, and yep, I include myself in this one. Your posture might be affecting your physical and mental health. Practice better posture for overall health by straightening your back and relaxing your shoulders. And stop looking down at your phone while you're at it. Did you sit up taller just now? Good. Start consistently working on improving posture throughout your workday. If you want to go the extra step, you can also try setting reminders through phone alerts or sticky notes around your apartment. Or you can set a note as your phone wallpaper to remind you to correct your posture whenever you check the time or read that text message. Number 10. Take the stairs or walk the extra steps. 
Taking the stairs instead of the escalator or parking that little bit further away from the grocery store will all add up. If your schedule is so packed that fitting in a workout is causing you more stress, it might be hurting your health instead of improving it. It's time that we stop thinking of exercise as your hour-long HIIT class and make it about living more actively by moving wherever we can. As a rule of thumb, moving more often than you sit will make a big difference in your overall health and well-being. Number 11. Say no when you mean no. How often do you avoid saying no when you want to? Do you find yourself doing favours for others when you're already stretched too thin? Do you pick up work for co-workers when you're too busy, say yes to plans that you're just not excited about, or hang out with friends to avoid FOMO, even though you want a chilled night in? One of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself is to say what you mean and be true to what you need. Master the art of saying no. Say, I'd love to help you with this, but I can't give it the time and effort it deserves. Or, try, I need a night by myself tonight, but let's get coffee this weekend, whenever you feel the need to please. Number 12. Manage your money based on what brings you joy. As a self-proclaimed creative, I never even thought about taking a business course at college, and the extent of my money knowledge upon graduation was how to budget for Starbucks. But one piece of financial advice that really clicked for me was that money was your life's energy. I started to understand money in a different way when I realised that money was just an exchange of value for the effort and energy that we're giving for about 40 hours of our life every single week. So be thoughtful about how you want to spend your life's energy. Does it really bring you joy to go drinks with that friend that you don't have fun with or to buy the top that you'll never end up wearing? Managing your money based on what does and doesn't bring you joy will reduce stress that comes with spending money on vacations, items and experiences that you truly love. Also, invest in yourself. Get the gym membership, purchase that online course and open a savings account. The more money that you put into something, the more likely you are to keep it up as a habit. Number 13. Mute or unfollow most social media accounts. You may be the sum of five people that you spend your time with, but you're also the sum of five people that you consume on Instagram. Unfollow or mute all the accounts that do not make you feel inspired, happy, confident, and then crowd out the accounts that aren't serving you with the accounts that inspire you. Follow people whose careers you admire and find accounts that will bring you positivity when you're tempted to scroll. Also, rethink whether the bloggers, celebs and brands that you're following are providing you with inspiring content or if their posts just make you feel about where you are in life. Likewise, it's time to mute or unfollow that frenemy that you had in high school, or your friend's ex-boyfriend's cousin that you met a few times. Instead of watching other people's lives, go live your own. Number 14. Get more sleep. Easier said than done, right? But don't worry, even though it might feel like getting more sleep is impossible, it's a habit just like anything else. Now is the time to detox your sleep pattern. Try some new products or stop looking at your damn phone and to fit in a little more quality beauty sleep. Try getting to bed just five minutes earlier than the night before until you wake up feeling refreshed and energised instead of zombie-like. Also, let's all stop hitting the snooze button, okay? It's only confusing for your body and if you're going to sleep early enough, switch off the Netflix, you should be waking up naturally and easily. Number 15. Donate to a new organisation or charity every month. It may sound counterintuitive to spend money more often if you're like me and your bank account is a constant source of stress. However, feeling a lack of something, 
whether it's time, love or money, is all mental, no matter what. It's a cliché, glass-half-empty situation. Realising that you have enough water, or money, to give some away will show you that the glass is half-full instead. But more important than even our own finances is what we can do to help others. Compassion, support and empathy should be all part of our routine, just like brushing our teeth or doing a load of laundry. Take the time to educate yourself on organisations and charities that need your help, and then donate what you can regularly. For your information, even the price of one latte can make a difference. Number 16. Set your alarm a few minutes earlier than you need to. If your mornings feel like a race against the clock or an episode of the chase, consider waking up extra early to have a slow, calm start to your day. You might have limited control over your mornings, like an early work start or a child to take care of, so waking up 10 to 15 minutes earlier than you need to will help you feel more in control and calmer throughout the entire day. Whether you spend your time meditating, indulging in a luxurious skincare routine, or just brewing a cup of coffee for a moment's silence, you will not miss the 10 minutes of extra sleep. And finally, number 17. Limit your decision making. We make lots of decisions every single day, even just within the first few minutes of waking up. Whether or not to hit snooze, what to wear, which is approximately 100 different decisions in its own, when to turn on the coffee pot, to be or not to be, that really is a question, especially when you didn't get enough sleep last night. The little decisions add up to be overwhelming. Decision fatigue is a real thing, and it's why we often opt for the pizza delivery instead of cooking at the end of the day, or forego that workout altogether if we have to think about which time slot works best for us. To keep up with healthy habits, limit decision making as much as possible and reduce decision fatigue. Meal prep all your lunches, sign up for the workout classes in advance, or even put that workout into your calendar so that you just can't skip it. And try to go to outfit formulas so that you don't have to think about what to wear. The purpose of forming habits is so that you don't have to think about whether or not to wake up earlier, go to bed sooner, or do the dishes after dinner. You do it because there's no option not to. So that's our podcast for today. I hope you found it interesting and helpful. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you've enjoyed this episode, then please do subscribe and get new episodes sent to you weekly. You can do this for free via your podcast provider. I appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen. So subscribe, like, tell your friends and send me any comments. Please do rate this podcast as it helps to showcase this to others. Also, check out the Instagram page, Not Just Making the Tea, for more information on these topics. For activities and resources, check out the Learning Hub on educationyalla.teachable.com. A direct link is in the podcast information. Thank you once again. Keep safe and chat soon. Have a great day.